Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Happy Sunday, everybody. I'm speaking up here from the pulpit for the safety of the church because you know what? I move around a lot and I'm afraid that with the candles behind me, we could just see something happening, couldn't we? And that would not be good. But today, we are going to talk about joy. You know, there's a difference between joy and happiness. It was pretty easy for us to do it last night because we were in the basement of the church and it's dark out. So what I used for an illustration, happiness is like a light switch. I went over and I turned the lights off and it got really dark in the room. And then I turned the lights back on. I said, that's happiness. So they're thinking, okay, so what does that mean? Happiness is an emotion of the moment of time that you're in. You could be happy now, and 30 seconds later, you could be mad or upset. You no longer be happy. Joy is all around us. And joy should consume us, irregardless of whether or not the light switch is on or off, whether or not our happiness is on or off. I think one of my favorite verses for today is Philippians 4, 4 through 5. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. I just love that. Rejoice in the Lord always. But it really emphasizes, I'll say it again, rejoice. And that's what we're supposed to do in our lives. You know, when there is joy in your life, when your life is consumed with joy, your body is going to be happy. It actually is a proven medical fact that if you're happy, your body is not going to go through many of the ailments that you can have. If you're depressed and down all the time, your body just can't fight the stuff that's going on. I kind of think about it as the vaccines that are coming up. And of course, I went through the shingles vaccine here not too long ago. And oh my goodness, first one, not a problem. You get your first shot and it's going to be the same thing with this COVID. You're going to get the first shot and eh, it's going to be fine. It's going to be great. But in the meantime, then your body starts building an immunity to whatever it is that you got the shot from. So when I got my second shingle shot, it felt like a truck ran over me the next day. I was just tired and body aching and everything. And they warned me that, said, no, the second one is probably going to get you down. And it did. And it's going to be the same thing with the COVID shot. The second shot is going to be the one that's going to, you're going to regret taking, but you got to take it. Because your body is going to start building an immunity to it. And it's going to react to it. You know, and with joy in our lives, when we have joy there, we're like getting our vaccination shot. And when we get our shot of joy, it, nothing should bring us down. But unfortunately with us in our lifetime, we have tendencies to have things that will bring us up and bring us down. Now, the thing about it, even throughout scriptures, is that even during bad times, even when things are not so good, it says we should still rejoice in the Lord. And those are challenging times. 
Paul, when he was in prison, he still rejoiced in the Lord. He still gave God the glory and the praise. No matter what our circumstances are in life, we need to get our joy medicine up here to a higher level so that when times are tough, yeah, it's going to come down a little bit, as it will, but at least we're starting up here and not down here. Joy is, is such an important part of our lives, and we should be joyful. And it iterates in the, in the, in the Bible that don't hang around people who are negative, who will put you down, who will be negative to you and, and try to, to bring you down. They think maybe they might be more important and they want you to, to feel bad about yourselves. And absolutely, you know, I kind of went through that process too in life. When you, you think that people are putting you down or put, saying negative things about you and it's just like, you know, there comes a point in your life where it's just like, no. Now you, one Sunday I said, stop. When it starts happening, stop. Remember who's in charge. Remember who the number one person is in your life. No matter the circumstance, what, you know, if you are married, have a great job, the number one person in your life should not be your spouse, it should be God. And when you have God first in your life, that's your total vaccination for life. And you're going to have that joy. You're going to have that love. You're going to have that peace. I say it again, rejoice. And say it enthusiastically. You know, we could read that scripture and say, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Or we can say it enthusiastically. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. How you say things, how you pray is, is evident in your body and your love to God. God wants our enthusiasm. He wants us to, to be there for us. There are so many, there's hundreds of scriptures in the Bible that talk about joy. One of them that uh, I believe is in, um, if I can find it here, Proverbs. Yes, we talk about uh, the vaccine. Proverbs 17, 22. A joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. What is the good medicine? A joyful heart. Okay, not a happy heart. Remember, happiness is like a light switch. You can put it on and off. Joy you cannot put on. You're either surrounded by joy and you have joy in your life or you don't. And it's not just a moment of this moment in time. It is always, it consumes you. Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. We have peace, we have joy. And where does joy come from? Where does joy come from? It comes from God. It's the only place that joy comes from. Now, yeah, 
they say money can't buy happiness and, and so forth. And it, but for some people, it probably does. But, you know, money buys happiness for them. They're happy, but are they joyful? That's where we come with the distinction. And that's why we always got to have joy in our lives because, you know, as Psalms 118, 24 says, This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, you know, you could talk about joy till you're blue in the face. And you're still going to be joyful. And you're still going to rejoice. And you're still going to be happy. Joy is just something that we need to do in our lives. We talk about the God of hope. He will fill us with joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Look how much there is talking about in that one sentence. The God of hope fill you with joy. It fill you with peace. The Holy Spirit will abound you in hope. And if you're joyful, you're going to be happier. If you're joyful, your body, you know, it's been proven fact that uh, people that are joyful have a less chance of having a heart attack, have a healthier blood pressure, tend to have lower cholesterol levels. Hey, that's a gift from God. He wants us to have joy so we can have a good, healthy lifestyle. One of the other illustrations I used yesterday is part of the problem that we have as human beings is that we like to cling to things. As I'm sure most of us are aware that when we have kids and you're at a strange place, they will cling to you. They will cling. They'll grab onto your pants. They don't want to let go. They, the children, they will cling. They're clingers. They want to cling on. They don't want... There's a sense of security there. And for us, we have a tendency to cling to things that we can grab onto, physical things. And we don't want to let go because we can feel it. We can touch it. But we need to let go of that. We need to let go of the clinging of the physical things in our lives and cling to the spirituality of God Almighty that He will give you the joy that you need, He will give you the peace that you need, and He will give you the love that you need. In 1 Peter 1.8 it says, Though you have not seen Him, you love Him. Though you do not know Him, or though you do not know Him, now see Him, excuse me, you believe in Him, Rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory. Joy that is inexpressible. I can't emphasize enough. Do not allow other people to try to rule in your lives. Put God first. If we fail to put God first, we're not going to have true joy. We're going to be living our lives like a light switch. It's going to be happiness today, happiness tomorrow, sadness, happy, sad. We're going to be like a light switch going on and off, on and off. And that's the way we're going to live out our lives. And that's not the way we want to live out our lives. We want to live out our lives with the light switch always on, meaning it is joy. 
And that joy can only come from God. It can't come from human beings. It can't come from physical things. It can't come from us trying to make it. It can only come from God. True joy. Psalm 71, 23. My lips shall shout for joy when I sing praises to you. My soul always, which you have redeemed. My lips will shout for joy. Oh, yes, we are going to shout for joy. We're going to be so happy. And happiness can only, true happiness can only come from true joy. First Peter 4 says, Beloved, think it is not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange things have happened unto you. But rejoice inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye shall be glad with exceeding joy. Joy just kind of pops up all over the place, doesn't it? As it should in our lives. Examine your lives. Ask yourself the question, am I a joyful individual? Am I a happy individual? Now remember, those are two different things. Happy, joy. You can be happy but not joyful. And it's important that we realize happiness can come from the physical things that we can cling to. Joy can only come from God. In Hebrews 12, 2, Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. First Chronicles 16, 27. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy are in his place. Oh, rejoice always. Be, be a joy in your life. And again, it's like taking that vaccine. You know, your, your, your body's going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And you're going to feel healthier. You know, throughout the course of my life, I've, I've seen the transition of my spiritual and physical body as I have the joy of God inside of me. And every time I get into a situation where maybe something is happening and, and maybe the light switch goes on and off because my happiness isn't there, I've got to realize that God is still in control. God is still my God. He's going to, through the power of the Holy Spirit, give me joy and I'm going to be happy. I don't care what other people say or think. What's more important is what God thinks about us. And that's where we get into the problems. We get into the problems and we get into conflicts and we get into issues. You know, one thing I love doing is talking with other people about religion. And I love talking to other people. Different religions. As long as we don't get into a heated argument. There is a separation there that comes along. Where people... 
You know, you can have a discussion with somebody, all of a sudden they get into a heated argument. Their way is the only way, and, the, and that's it. I look at it as, it is God's way. We all want to get to heaven. It's just that maybe my path is going to be different than your path, and their path will be different than, their, than our path. I'm not to judge which way to go, but it's just interesting to hear their philosophy on life. And is there joy in their life, or is there just strictly happiness? Is there enthusiasm in their life? Are you enthusiastic when you wake up in the morning? And probably, <laughs> you're probably thinking, oh, if you knew my bones and aches and pains, probably not. Yeah, our, our bodies are, are not getting any younger. But our spirituality, our mind, our heart, our soul will continue to grow and prosper and be youthful. In Isaiah 55, 12 is really kind of a cool illustration. For you shall go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Oh, Great illustration. And that's the way joy should be. It should be about singing. I'm not a very good singer, but nevertheless, you still try to sing. And you clap your hands, and you give God the glory and all the praise. Psalm 32, 11, Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. Today is the third Sunday in Advent. It is the Joy Sunday. We light the pink candle in reference to that. For each one of us here today, now hopefully when you go home, and tonight when you go to bed, you turn off the light switch, you turn on the light switch, you're going to think about that light switch Think about, okay, happiness, joy. Hmm. Okay, where am I at in this whole situation? It's a good reminder for us. Turn the light on. And maybe you just want to kind of play with the light switch a little bit. Light on, light off. Happy, not happy. Okay. Irregardless, I still have joy. It's just kind of a cool thing to do to remind us what God's awesome power is like. See, you can see God is maybe the electricity that goes through that light switch that turns on the light and gives us the light because, you see, God is light. Let us, be, let us rejoice and be glad in everything that the Lord has given us. 1 Thessalonians 2.20 says, For you are our glory and joy. I don't know if you have one of those uh, Bible type, uh, those Bibles that have the, uh, the uh, in the back of the Bible, all the, ver all the words back there. And I'm sure if you look up the word joy, you'll find it hundreds of places in the Bible. I think somebody was looking it up last night. And it was like a whole page just full of where joy is found in the Bible. Be good exercise for you. Go home and look up joy. How many times in the Bible and where is it at? And, and how is it how does it incorporate into your life?
the joy of God should always be with us each and every day of our lives. Do not try to be just to be happy, but try to be joyful because God wants joy in your heart. Let us pray. Almighty God, we want our lives to be strengthened with your joy. We want our lives to be wonderful and be a glory to you. We want to be like that light up in the hill for all people to see our joy, our love, and our peace. Our life is, is challenging the way it is. We have been stressed with so many things, Lord. It's, it's like this whole year, the whole light switch has been off for the whole 2020 year. But even though it might be a sense of darkness, maybe in so many people's lives, there still is joy. Even though people around us may be passing away, maybe people are in the hospital, we realize that this shell that we're living in is only temporary. And that at the end of the road, at the end of the race, as Paul has talked about, we will have the trophy of everlasting life. We'll be given that award of life everlasting. And we will have a sense of pure, holy joy, pure, holy love, and pure, holy peace. Oh, Lord, this is the season which we are reminded that you came to this planet as a baby, that you came here for us to grow up and be one of us, to basically spread the joy, spread the love, spread the peace to his disciples and to those people around him as well. And knowing also that while we go through life, and it is painful, and it is a struggle, as you have gone through all those things, Lord, you conquered death. You have destroyed death. It will have no dominion over you. It will have no dominion over us, because we are with you. Almighty God, Increase in us the joy of your salvation. Increase in us the love of one another. Increase in us our peace, our inner peace. Knowing that no matter what's happening around us, no matter what things might be clinging away at us, that we will have love, peace, and joy each and every day of our lives. Thank you, God for the many blessings you have given us. We pray this all in your name. Amen. And I would like to conclude with reading of the Psalm 32. Blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord does not count against them, and in whose spirit is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy on me. My strength was sapped as in the heat of summer.
Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgression to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Therefore, let all the faithful pray to you while you may be found. Surely the rising of the mighty waters will not reach them. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. Do not be like the horse or the mule, which have no understanding, but must be controlled by bit and brittle, or they will not come to you. Many are the wolves of the wicked, but the Lord's unfailing love surrounds the one who trusts in him. Rejoice in the Lord and be glad, you righteous. Sing, all you who are upright in heart. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you today and always. Amen.